this is Paul, the Forsaken Ferret, and welcome to another episode of Forsaken Film Reviews on Astro Radio Z. Once again, I will be using my scene method to analyze a movie's story, character, execution, nuance, and entertainment. For this episode, I'd like to try something a little different, though. A few weeks ago, I had asked my audience to send me movies which they considered forgotten favorites, underrated classics, or ones that they just found plain horrible to watch. This is for an occasional segment I want to run called Truly Forsaken. And this week, I received such a movie with a slight challenge to find, quote-unquote, something good about this. Well, there were a few things I did ultimately like about the film, and I'd like to take some time to discuss those thoughts with you now, and then, after a brief break, give you my individual scene ratings regarding it. So, let's kick off my very first truly forsaken film reviews with 2012's Solid State. of this film was a bit misleading. When I heard Solid State, I immediately thought that this film would be a science fiction thriller that pits man versus machine, something akin to hardware or maybe even the first Terminator film. Instead, what I found was something more akin to the British science fiction show Doctor Who, crossed with the film <laughs> This is Spinal Tap. This story, written by Jiro Giglio, focuses primarily on a rock group called Three of Sin. They were once hugely popular in the U.S., but after internal struggles forced the band to split apart, we learned that its members had gone off to start solo projects. We fast forward a few years, possibly even a few decades, and we find the former lead of the group, Emily T., trying to start a solo comeback. Unfortunately, because of years of being outside of the spotlight, she must reluctantly agree to go on a reunion tour with her former bandmates in order to jumpstart her new endeavor. To make matters worse, however, before their first concert in Europe, a meteor hits the earth. This meteor infects people with a strange virus which turns people into something between a zombie, a spirit, and a gargoyle. And for those of you who are Doctor Who fans, these zombies are somewhat similar to the Weeping Angel. Debbie Roshan plays Emily T, the lead singer of the group. Emily is played well by Roshan. Uh, she is a focused character and a, a bit of the diva for Three of Sin. This attitude and her drive to get things done gives Emily a powerful survivor's edge. And when things start to turn worse for the band, she's certainly the character that you want to be traveling with. Eva Brunini, meanwhile, plays band member Cynthia. She starts out the story as a bit of a naive person, 
who sees people's aura and is into new age religion. During her time away from the band, Cynthia was working on a solo career as a country singer. But as the film progresses, we see her character coming to terms with the idea that the world is not this nice place that she thought it was. Uh, by the film's end, she actually transforms into a, a quite an empowered, strengthened character. The remaining member of Three of Sin is Sharon, a former bikini model turned singer turned businesswoman. Sharon is played by Susie Lorraine. It is hinted that her place in the band was primarily as eye candy. Despite this, she goes on to become quite successful after the band breaks up. She releases a, a line of edible lingerie, which becomes quite successful. Also in the film is Vivica A. Fox, who plays Emily T's agent, and uh, Diego Casale, who plays the band's new drummer, Ray. At first, I liked Ray's character, but as the film moved on, I liked him less and less because he kept driving a wedge between the ladies of the band. The film is directed by Stefano Milla. I felt that he truly allowed the actors to explore their characters. This is good because I also felt that the characters were the best thing about this film. Pacing of the movie was okay as well, except for the occasional times the backstory felt shoehorned into the plot. This background involves the few times that the meteorite had already hit the Earth previously. We learn that there's a project involved called Project Solid State. Ultimately, this whole backstory only leads to a weapon that can be used against the zombie gargoyles, and it also possibly gives the characters motivations to attack the meteorite directly. From a technical standpoint, the cinematography by Fabrizio Menardi was stunning. The exterior shots of Italy were breathtaking, as were the shots of the Eiffel Tower. Additionally, the makeup by Vanessa Renuto was, well, solidly done. The special effects overall were a bit hit and miss, though, as were the computer effects. I especially liked the jerking movement effects of the zombie, but there were some scenes where, well, it just didn't look realistic enough for me. Nuance-wise, the film was more action science fiction and less the zombie thriller that I was expecting. Truthfully, I enjoyed this film more as a look into the lives of an aging rock group that was struggling to work through their differences and come together as the world around them was falling apart. Sort of like uh, what if the runaways were to reunite. Now, this is not an entirely unusual thought, considering that in the early 2012s, Lita Ford had announced that she was recording songs with Sherry Curry. In fact, my thoughts kind of went toward that during the bonding scenes between Emily and Cynthia before the final combat. I felt that that moment was fun, touching, and it really did feel like the band was finally achieving something that it was unable to do before. Now, if you watch zombie films for the zombies and not the survivor's story, then I don't think you'll enjoy this film very much. And if you're looking for something profoundly scary or filled with messages of social inequality, then you're probably going to be disappointed as well. Uh, this film does have some genuine moments of entertainment. The scene with Cynthia, Sharon, and Ray against the gun-wielding farmer was pretty good. 
Cynthia's scene right after that, where she's kind of reaching for the ammo pack, was quite thrilling as well. It's easy to mock a film like this, and I'm sure many critics have and will continue to do so. I suppose that's why I've challenged the audience to give me films like this for my Truly Forsaken segment. So please contact me through Facebook, Twitter, or my blog page, because I do look forward to finding these types of films, and hopefully I can find some kind of gem that you might not have seen in the film. But for now, I'm going to take a brief break, and afterwards, I'll give you my final ratings and my overall score for this film. I'll see you in a few. We're all gonna die. It's like some disease. It seems like their hearts turn to stone and then it spreads throughout their bodies. I am one sick puppy. If you like things that go bump in the night that you don't have to pay by the hour, check out the Dead as Hell Horror Podcast. Horror movie and comic book news and reviews at deadashellhp.com or deadashellhp on Stitcher, iTunes, Blackberry, and Zoom. Do you like horror movies? So do we. Fucks is the lie balls yep. out. Because it's fun it on out. She yeah. was great. Do you like American Horror Story? So do we. There are some butts. Yep. Killings. Yep. Butt. Yep. Killings. Butt. Yep. Killings. If it's over 90% cheek, that's your butt. You see the essence of the butt. Are you into vampires dancing in mesh tank tops? Us too. I was mesmerized by the mesh tank top and leather pants. Are you into high-minded film critique and discussion? Because we've got that. And it is beautifully filmed. Like, it really... Just the stark contrast of colors, like you said. Not your thing? How about a dick joke? His dick, dude. He put his yeah. dick in a fucking pig. Come on. We've also got one dude to give dude perspective. Zombie apocalypse is no time to have your head in the pussy clouds, Mickey. This is survival. <laughs> Thank you. So head over to iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen, and subscribe to The Bloodlust, your go-to podcast for a classy broads and a token dude talking horror. In a world where so many podcasts offer TV and movie news... Along comes another one, filled to the brim with podcasty goodness that is only slightly better at best. Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet. Look for the 365 Flicks podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video store clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news, reviews and general geeky rants. As well as a bunch of top fives that you really won't care about. So whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you're Team Batman or Team Superman, drop on by the 365 Flicks podcast, where the Chris vs Kev Civil War never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for. Welcome back. Now it's time to give you my final ratings and my overall score for the film. Solid State is an interesting look at aging rockers coming together for one last hurrah. Ultimately, the backstory wasn't really necessary in my opinion, and maybe it will lead to some sequel someday, but I give this a two out of five. The strongest aspects of this film are the characters, though. Uh, there are quite a few darlings of the horror genre who make up the cast of this film. And so 
it gives this movie a character score of three for execution. There are some hits and misses here, so I give it an average score of two. I also give it a nuanced score of two as well. And despite having genuine moments of entertainment, I give Solid State a one out of five for entertainment, mostly because the marketing on the box suggested one type of movie and it delivered something that seemed entirely different instead. So that means that our composite score for this film is 2.0 bow ties out of five. I was able to find things in this film that I liked, so it was worth watching for me at least once through. Well, that concludes this episode of Forsaken Film Reviews. If you want to learn more about my scene method or about my bowtie rating system, please check out my blog at forsakenfilmreviews.wordpress.com. If you like my reviews, then hit subscribe to this podcast so that you can get the latest as they are published. And if you like supporting independent horror films, rock stars, and strange science fiction stories, then check out the other podcasts offered by Astro Radio Z. And you can find them on iPod, Stitcher Radio, and other fine podcasting services. I thank you for listening. And as always, I'll see you next time with another Forsaken Film Review. Review.